Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures Podcast. I'm Tom. As always, I'm with my wonderful, gorgeous, <laughs> intelligent, yeah, hardworking, emotional Disney song-loving wife and co-host, Michelle. <laughs> Thank you, sweetie. Hi, everybody. So good to have you with us. We are recording this episode, believe it or not. We are actually recording this episode on Saturday, April 10th. 2021. Why are we recording this? I'm on so confused. Saturday, <laughs> April 10th, 2021. Well, we, as we speak, as you are probably hearing this, depending on when you download it, of course, uh, are on our next vacation out Hopefully. at the Walt Disney World Resort, <laughs> assuming that things go well, of course. So. Yes. So, Fingers crossed. The other funny thing about this episode is that we are recording this. This is our 150th official episode. Wow. We're actually recording it before our 149th <laughs> official episode because we are recording Again, so confused. two shows this week. Um, yes, if you if you go check out on uh, your pod catch or whatever it is, it may look like we have more than 150 episodes. And technically we do, but some of those are like, our D23 bonus episodes when we were out Just there going updates, yeah, every really day. Um, we did our bonus episode with Lee Cockrell about opening up uh, oh, the right. Walt Disney World again, uh, you know, after the pandemic struck. Uh, so there's, and there's a, like a promo and a couple other things that may technically be listed on your <laughs> podcatcher as episodes. But as far as official episodes, this is our 150th official episode. Wow, that's so exciting. Yes, we do. A lot of work in just under three years. I know. Gosh, has it been that long? It doesn't seem that way, but that's probably because it's been so fun to do this show every single week. That's right. That's right. So uh, thank you for joining us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. Over the very best. (laughs) However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there... You would have an opportunity to click on a button and sign up for our newsletter. Yes, please click on that button or it'll just (laughs) pop up in front of you, one or the other. Enter in your email address and you will sign up for our newsletter. And then just every week we will shoot out something to you that kind of just keeps you within the Hyperion Adventures podcast. No. Right. You get to hear some things in advance of everybody else. And sometimes we share some things there that are only shared with our subscribers. That's and correct. we really appreciate the ones who have subscribed already. Yes, thank, thank you. you for all of you who have already subscribed to the newsletter. And we hope we get many more of you in the future. Another great way to follow along with us is on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We do have a YouTube channel. You can check out Really, right now, we're just kind of doing videos. Well, it's more audio videos of uh, these podcasts. Yeah, I know. Confusing. Uh, But it's just kind of a way to, another different way to be able to listen to this show. You can just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast, hit subscribe, and then you'll know uh, whenever we have a new video, audio, whatever it is on Mm -hmm. there. And if you ever want to get in contact us for any re- contact with us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. And you can reach out to us just to give us some feedback. If you have questions about any of our topics 
or anything else, say hi. We appreciate that too. Yep, we appreciate any way you want to get in touch with us uh, for so many reasons. Again, like you, Michelle said, even if it's just to say hi, uh, we appreciate that very much. Now, uh, for this week's show, it is our 150th official episode, as I said. So we are going to go back and, and revisit an episode that we've done in the past. Yes, uh, it's something that was uh, really big for Actually, it's amazingly big for us. This episode far and away. We've had some great episodes that have been downloaded many, 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 many times. But this, for whatever reason, this episode just exploded. We still don't <laughs> know why, but this episode exploded. Uh, so we're going to go back and revisit that. Now, know that, like I said, we we're are... We're revisiting the topic. Right? We're revisiting the topic. Well, and the episode a little bit as well. Oh, but, okay. you know, um, just kind of, we'll kind of go back over our lists again. But... Um, Mostly just the topic, yeah, and see where we are two years later, because okay. this, this was recorded, I think it was at the end of March of 2019 is when we actually recorded this to, to begin with, that, Ooh, okay. that first version mm-hmm. of this episode. Uh, so anyway, as I was going to say, this episode, since we are recording this early, as I mentioned earlier, uh, this will be a slightly different episode as we do a lot of, often when we're recording ahead because we're on vacation or out of town or whatever the reason may be. So we probably will not have any Disney stories of the week uh, during this episode, however, However, we always try and bring you a tip at the end of the show. So it will be our main topic. Probably no Disney stories. And then our usual Michelle's wonderful Disney <laughs> tip. And then my whatever Disney tip that I give along <laughs> with it as well. You're funny. <laughs> Your tips are great. I don't right. know what you're talking about. Okay, sure. I mean, some. No, <laughs> Not really many. <laughs> just kidding. Many, many. <laughs> only if I go back to the one and hydrate. That's about my only real go-to tip that's any good at all. But other than that, nah, nah, you have the best tips. So uh, let's get to it. Let's get to our main topic of the week. So yes, for our main topic this week, as I just mentioned, we are revisiting a show that just blew off the charts for us. It was our five favorite Disney songs that made us cry. And for whatever reason, I guess people like to hear us in pain. <laughs> and Sometimes they're tears of joy. That's true. That's true. Not everything is tears of sadness. The, the tears of joy are a good part of this as well. Uh, but that episode just was incredibly well received. And so we thought, and we're going to do this with a couple of these shows that we did years ago. Uh, you know, new movies come out. Our tastes change slightly. We've talked about it many times. We finish these lists, and maybe five minutes later, the list would sometimes within the episode, sure. our list would have changed. You know, <laughs> so uh, we'd like to see how much our list had changed and and see what is included. So this is our five favorite Disney songs that made us cry. Volume two. <laughs> and whenever we do these lists, we always start with Michelle one because she's wonderful, awesome, amazing, <laughs> all things right with the world. <laughs> She has, does the best research. She has the best tips. But she also always has the very best list. Let's face it. Like, my list, it's going to be pretty... You're going to be able to almost predict my list all the way down through it. You're going to kind of know it as you go along. Uh, Michelle's list, you know, she you, you think she's going left and she goes right. There's something picked out completely out of the blue. She's already told me. She, you're like... You probably maybe can only pick one of these songs that's on there and have it right. So it's always interesting to hear Michelle's list. So let's get to it. Let's get to Michelle's number five favorite Disney song that made her cry, volume two. Well, you're so sweet. And your lists are great. Maybe predictable, but they're still great. Mine's a little... um 
weird. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> my number quirky, quirky. Okay, quirky. that's right. That's yes. right. <laughs> Thank you. So my number five is the song "Sacrifice" from the Pixar film Onward. If you haven't seen it, this is when um, Barley, it, who is one of the who is one of the main characters, is the the main character's brother, uh, actually sacrifices his van Guinevere for the the cause that they are on, and it really was just a pivotal moment that um, showed family love at its best. I mean, at least that's what I, I saw. And and then later on in the film, as it rolls out and you realize that Barley actually played a significant father figure, then it kind of even takes another level of showing love in that, you know, a father would sacrifice pretty much anything for mm. his family. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I just, I just really, it, it struck me in my heart how... It, an expression of love came through in that. Yeah, uh, I love that scene as well. I mean, it's so dramatic, and uh, you know, I mean, uh, Guinevere. It's obviously it's like a unicorn painted on the side right. of the van. You know, I love that it almost seems to neigh as it's going along, and then it like it blows a tire, and it's like it's galloping right. up to it. You know, <laughs> it's just it's such it's such a well done shot. And yes, it is a very emotional moment and kind of a pivotal moment right. with, with their relationship, as you were just talking about. So, yes, great choice, Michelle. Wow, thank you, thank you. Michelle's so list, always the best <laughs> list. So I'm interested in your number five. My number five is actually one that moments after we concluded our last, the original version of this, I mm-hmm. realized that I left this off and it really should have been on my list somewhere, at least at my honorable mentions, if nothing else. And it actually comes from a Disney, or I think it's a, actually a Pixar short. Rising from the sea below Stood a lovely volcano Looking all around, but she could not see him. He tried to sing to let her know that she was not there alone, but with no lava, his song was all gone. He filled the sea with his tears and watched his dreams disappear as she remembered what his song meant to her I have a dream I hope will come true that you're here with me and I'm here with you I wish that the earth see Above, 
happy to finally meet above the sea. All together now, their lava grew and grew. No longer are they all alone with Aloha as their new home. And when we visit them, this is what they sing. I have a dream I hope will come true that you'll grow old with me and I'll grow old with you. We thank the earth, steer the sky, we thank too. I love you. I love you. So yeah, that is the song Lava from the short Lava uh, that I just feel is such a sweet little love song, yeah. love story played out within just a few minutes uh, of this short. It's adorable. It's wonderful. And it really strikes home close to me because, you know, it's this, it's a story of this island that's living alone for the longest time, can't seem to find love, even though it's singing out this song of love uh, here and there. And, you know, that's kind of the way I felt like I put out most of my life until I met, you know, my Aww. wonderful wife who was here by my side, it's Michelle. So and, you know, she answered my call, Aww. my love song call, and we sing in harmony together, you know, as much as we are <laughs> here on the show. Uh, but, you know, it, it's just kind of the way we live our life in harmony together, singing our love song with one another. And so this strikes me incredibly deep into my heart and it did make me cry the first time I ever watched it. I believe it was the short prior to Inside Out, which I knew yeah, I was going to so. be emotional. Right. And so we get to this little short about these <laughs> islands and by the end of the short, before Inside Out even starts, I am a puddle in my seat at the theater and I just looked over to Michelle and said, this is not going to go well for me. <laughs> That's so true. That is so true. And what a great song. Yes. I can't believe that. I didn't think of it either. So um, awesome. Yeah. It really touches on all levels of emotion and, you know, and I can only say the same about my life with you and how awesome it's been to, after all those years, get mm -hmm. you, get to meet you and, and have you as my best friend mm -hmm. and part of my life and our songs have both boosted each other up you know yeah. originally inspiring the young uh female volcano michelle uh <laughs> up um and then after the old decrepit volcano <laughs> me was starting to go away her song michelle's song has boosted me back up to life oh. um and just kind of the way we live so uh thank you michelle and, Aww, uh, that is my you, uh number five favorite disney song awesome. that made us cry volume two let's get to the real number four <laughs> let's get to michelle's number four oh song i'm already tearing up a little bit <laughs> um okay my number four comes from mary poppins returns Nowhere to go but up.
um, there's several reasons why I was really moved by this song. Um, first of all, it it's a reminder to keep trying, right? Even when times are grim and you feel like you don't have a lot of hope, you, you do, you got to persist. And I think especially during the pandemic, it kind of came to light even more so that, you know, there, there were so many struggles um, that we had to face and you just had to move forward and you had to continue to say, okay, there's, I'm, I'm at the bottom. There's no way to go up, but no way to place to go, but up. And, um, so that w- it was meaningful in that regards to me. And, you know, it's great when a song can come back later and bring that feeling to you. I, at least that's what I think. Um, the other thing is, uh, I really love that it was sung by Angela Lansbury, mm-hmm. one of my most favorite actors, um, for, anything but she's done so many wonderful disney films that you know it's it's great to see her back on the screen for that and lastly i just thought it was a great um you know recognition of the original mary poppins where they had the kite scene Mm -hmm. so it's like okay we're not going to duplicate it but we're definitely going to pay homage to that original film and i loved how they did that in this particular right. scene so much of mary poppins returns music did pay uh, an homage to the original the original film mary right. poppins you know i mean and you know some people will you know strike it for that that it's like it's just a copycat but mm-hmm. i feel like it was just different enough yet felt nostalgic enough that it worked right. for me personally and that's why i love that film and um you know I, I i think that's a great scene there's actually a couple other scenes that i could have listed here that uh, made me cry right. throughout mary poppins <laughs> returns uh and i probably will get to at least one or two of those later on but uh that's a great choice and yeah. it is a joyful uh cry right. at that one right. so yes. i like that yeah well, thank you all right let's hear your number four my number four well and Hyperion Adventures podcast <laughs> tradition. I have two number fours. Wow. Yes, yes. Um, but they're both inspirational songs that made me um, tear up. Well, what doesn't make me tear I up? Know, I mean, right? these songs made me tear up because they were inspirational to me. And I'm going to start with something because, you know, hashtag real men love frozen. <laughs>
so good. <laughs> um, you know, talent. you knew I wasn't going to get through this thing without having at least one song from the oh, Frozen yeah. franchise in here, right? Well, I actually had many that I was <laughs> contemplating putting in here, uh, but I decided to settle on this one because mm. it's it's newer. And, right. But it did. It does strike me more than anything else because it's the culmination of Elsa's journey, trying to figure out who she is, right. where she belongs in this world, and she ends up in uh, Matahalan and you know in this place and discovers, you know, her mother was there, and that you know she's kind of going after right. or, or following along in your mother's footsteps and everything, and that is the place where she belongs, and she can finally be herself. She right. can show herself. And it just, it's so inspirational for when somebody finds their place in the world in the right spot, you right. know, and some, in some ways, you know, other than my love for you and being with you every week, I still search for my place in this world. And I hope that someday I can belt out, <laughs> show yourself when I really find it. Um, it's just a great song sung so well. And I love it. And it did make me cry. Oh, sure. Several times, uh, but definitely the first time we watched right, it. Right, right. Definitely. Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, amazing talent there. Um, but the other thing too, is that sometimes small victories are important. So, you know, I think, um, you know, when we achieve doing a half marathon, mm -hmm. uh, I, I think you can kind of appreciate what you brought to that situation, the the work you had to put in to get there and things. So, um, yeah, sometimes, like you're saying, it's nice to know where you feel in the world, but sometimes it's just in the moment. Where do you feel in the moment? And if you can feel that great, it's an awesome day. Yeah, agreed. So uh, that's my number four A. Um, and again, I will have in my honorable mention some, a couple other songs from the Frozen franchise because you know me, hashtag Real Men Love Frozen. I will get to some of those. And there may be a song that was really emotional that was played in the first volume of this that, yes, I will get to later because if you haven't heard it, um, get the tissues ready because it's going to crush you. I'll talk about that when we get to our honorable mentions a little later. Now, as for my 4B, mm -hmm. uh, another very inspirational song. This one comes from another great movie that came out fairly recently. It's from Moana. I am a girl who loves my island and the girl who loves the sea. It calls me. I am the daughter of the village chief. We are descended from voyagers who found their way across the world. And they call me. I've delivered us to where we are. I have journeyed farther. I am everything I've learned and more. Still it calls me. And the
So yeah, of course, that is I Am Moana mm-hmm. from Moana, and I just love the story it tells. One, she had just was just reunited with her grandmother in spirit form, right. you know, and you know, that's emotional enough right yes. there. Uh, but then you see, you know, Moana is at the lowest of lows at that point. And she talks herself up, builds herself up, reminds herself of who she is, right. all that she's accomplished. And I just, I, I find it incredibly empowering and emotional and strong and confidence. And I, I tell myself it often that I need my, I am Moana moment from times. I tell Michelle I the same say, thing. Yeah, you tell me a lot. You need your I am Moana moment sometimes when things are getting you down, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, whatever it may be, uh, just to remind yourself of who you are. And I just think that that is such a powerful, powerful thing and such a beautiful, wonderful scene from a great film. Right. You know, and and I think we all struggle with that, just like Moana did, you know, even though she was, you know, a princess, she was accomplishing things others hadn't done, um, you know, and she met Maui. Hey, (laughs) Uh, but she didn't see herself at that time like that. And like you said, to, to go to your core and really pull that out. I love how Disney does that so much. I mean, we've talked about several different songs now and, and that's kind of a, a, a theme or thread that, that is common. And it, again, I appreciate that Disney puts those out there for Mm -hmm. us to to enjoy. For sure. So, uh, those are my number fours. Uh, Uh, Let's get to back to the real list here. Let's get to Michelle's number three favorite Disney song that made her cry. Volume two. (laughs) Well, you know, I guess it would be calling it like a three A, B, C, D, E, you know, because it is a medley of songs that made me cry. And that is actually Epcot Forever soundtrack. Thank you. 
So, okay. It, like I said, it's not a single song, um, you know, and we do, like you've already done, have multiples. But um, it was just something for me uh, when we experienced it was just such a reminder and brought back the feelings and the love of the joy that I experienced at Epcot throughout the years, whether it would be, you know, with you, with family members, uh, with unfortunately, like my brother who passed very young, um, just really warm feelings. And to hear those songs again, because it did incorporate a lot of the early attractions that are no longer there. And I, I just, it just overwhelmed me with, um, love mm-hmm. nostalgia factor was on yes. full bore on that uh, on that show and i mean i know that it was you know the actual show itself was right. you could tell it was kind of a definitely a placeholder as they were in between um illuminations thank you illuminations i don't know why i couldn't think of it right. illuminations and what will be eventually harmonious whenever we can get back right. to nighttime spectaculars here um it definitely felt like a placeholder as far as the but the you know the soundtrack and everything it definitely brought all the feels yes. there's a reason why it was epcot forever <laughs> um and i i appreciate it i don't have the same nostalgia with epcot and with walt disney world as you do because i didn't go till much later right. in, in life uh but i appreciate you know i know that i could feel that way about disneyland just the way you feel about the early days of right. Walt Disney World. Exactly. So. So. Very nice. Great All choice. All right. So my three ABCD eventually. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Well, what Very about good. your three? <laughs> well, my list here from the rest of the way out is just, you could just tip, tick it off your list. <laughs> You're going to know every single one of these as we go through them. And my number three comes from Toy Story 2, When She Loved Me. So the years went by, I stayed the same. She began to drift away I was left alone Still I waited for the day When she'd say I will always love you Lonely and forgotten Never thought she'd look my way And she smiled at me Just uh, uh, an unbelievably gorgeous song sung so well by Sarah McLaughlin. Right. And uh, just it's perfectly placed telling the story of of Jesse and uh, her original kid, Emily, you know, and the fact that, you know, they they had this life together where, you know, everything was perfect. She was Emily's favorite toy. And then right. Emily starts to grow up and and Jesse gets lost, you know, and. Uh, but then she stumbles across her at one point and Jesse thinks they're going to be together again. Uh, sorry. <laughs> and, you know, and then 
takes her out and you know leaves her at a basically a yard sale right. or you know a, a thrift store i think it was like you know um yeah, something donations, that was donations. Mm-hmm. yes thank you um and it just it wrecks you yeah and it's so emotional and it's it's made me think twice about anything that we ever own as far as <laughs> toys or anything like that like i don't want to just give them away or toss them away because I'm like, you know, is that really like Baymax over there? We don't want to get rid of you because I don't want you to feel sad. They know you love us. So uh, it's just such a amazing scene and it just really, really tugs your heartstrings for sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, it does show that, you know, what loss is like. So whether loss is intentional or, other, you know, uncontrolled, um, it, it hurts. And, and that, that scene really captures that mm-hmm. captures the loss of a relationship and the, the grief of it all. You can still mm-hmm. see it's affecting Jesse. Uh, it, it affects her later on all the way through the rest of the series. In in some ways she brings it up often, you know, um, she had a really difficult time dealing with that. Right. You know, she's happy that she gets like a rejection with Andy and everything, but um, it's, it's tough to get, and we've all gone through something somewhat right. similar in different ways and it's, it's tough, but it strikes close to home in many ways. So, uh, that's my number three. As I Good said, my, my last three are going to be pretty predictable. You can probably pick what number two is, but let's get to the <laughs> real number two. Let's get to Michelle's number two favorite Disney song that made her cry. Volume two. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. Uh, another song from Mary Poppins returns, and that is a conversation. Winter has gone. But not from this room Snow's left the lane But the cherry trees forgot to bloom I'll carry on the way you told me I say that like I have a choice And though you are not here to hold me In the echoes I can hear your voice But still one question fills my day, dear The answer I've most longed to know Each moment since you went away, dear My question, Katie's Where'd you go? Okay, I'm crying. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, it is just such a classic tearjerker song. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 Gotta be able to talk. Um, you know, what is more emotionally emotional than seeing a, a guy talk to the love of his life who has passed away. I mean, there's, you know, that really is the pinnacle of, of showing, you know, grief and what he's experiencing. And well, yeah, I mean, it, the song is called a conversation and it's exactly what he's having. He's having this conversation with his, his, his wife who left him way too early and he's struggling with everything. And, you know, he, he knows exactly that she would be there to answer all these questions that he has. Right. And it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. It, it, this, this is, this was nearly on my list in the first volume and I pushed it off. Uh, it was nearly on my list in this volume and I pushed it off, but I 
this was the song that broke me up the most on Mary Poppins oh, Returns. Yeah. It crushed oh, me. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like I said, just hearing the song again mm-hmm. um, brings that because it's a feeling that you never want to experience, but... You know, you seeing it on the screen. He's a single dad now questioning, you know, whether he's doing things right or not. And like you said, n- knowing that, you know, his partner would have been there to help him through that and, you know, made struggles easier and had other insights to things that could make things so much better. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I think I had it on my honorable mentions on the first one, but um, the more I thought about it and listened to it again, I thought it has to make the list mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, and I don't so. blame you at all because it was, again, I tried to get it on there and I guess I could have gotten another 5B or something, yeah. but you know, I knew we were going to get a chance to play. I didn't know it was going to be on your list, but I knew we were going to get a chance to talk about it because it is a, it's an impactful song and uh, it does strike close to home for me because of the fact that I know that that's how I would be if I were to, God forbid, ever lose you, you know, right, and right. I, I, I don't know how I would get through life without right. you. And, you know, and so every time I see that scene, it, it's like I can relate like that's how I would be. I would be right. feeling what he's feeling. And it's just it's very heavy and weighty and it's just uh, beautifully done. Yeah. And I, I know, you know, um, the other song from, and I, I hope I'm not stealing your thunder at all, but, um, from Mary Poppins returns where the lost things go, mm-hmm. um, is also an impactful song and it strikes other people in many different ways. And I appreciate that right. too, but, um, of the two songs and th- that one did affect me as well. Um, but of the two songs, this one, uh, struck me much more close to home, I think. Right, right. Uh, same thing here. Uh, that other song is also really wonderful and it made my honorable mentions, but this one, you know, uh, for the same reasons, um, you know, I try not to put myself so much into a film when watching it, but knowing, like you said, I would go through that same grief, that same pain um, if something were to happen to you. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, um, so that was breaking up as it was playing. You were breaking yeah, up as it was playing. Yeah, couldn't even talk. Uh, just a strong, strong, powerful song. So yes. uh, Michelle's list, always the best <laughs> list. My number two, back to another predictable song. You could expect this one. <laughs> it was on my first list back in volume one. It's on my list again in volume two. And it comes straight from Coco. <gasps> Mama, wait. Uh, such an adorable moment from um, Coco. You know, 
when watching that film the first time through and in subsequent uh, viewings of it, you know, I we made it all the way through that movie, uh, with which is rare for me without breaking up. And right. well, I think there was a little time I got a little choked up at a couple of different things, but never really getting completely emotional about it. And then this song comes along and I'm walking out of the theater <laughs> with tears still streaming down my cheeks because it's near the end of the film and it's gorgeous, wonderful. You know, I mean, Miguel is just singing for his papa, Hector's yeah. grandpapa, great grandpapa. Yeah. Hector, you know, just to still exist, uh, but also singing this sweet song uh, to his great grandmother, uh, Coco, you know, and when she starts, you you see her start to come recognize it midway through and then she starts mouthing the words and singing along and oh, it's (laughs) so adorable and wonderful and just it's joyful and heartbreaking all at the same time it's a beautiful beautiful moment and i love it so very much oh yeah totally agree totally agree with you um yeah i know i'm cheering up listening to it again here um yeah it's funny that you mentioned that about going through the film without tearing up till this because i know that that was one thing one of my friends said is that oh you know, bring tissues, be prepared. And, and like the movie was almost done. And I'm like, and we loved it. Don't get yeah. me wrong. It wasn't yeah, we like we didn't think story. it was a good right. movie up but, to that point. Yeah. But like I was kept, I was thinking about that towards the end of the film. I was like, wait a minute, what was this all about? Making sure I have tissue. Like this, it's a great movie, but Hey, and then that song yeah. and, and it was like, Oh my God, I didn't have enough tissues. <laughs> Still to this day, just I listening know. to it here. Uh, just an excerpt from it. Uh, just uh, incredible. Right. So. And it's really loving how they captured how just important music is, you know, and even though it, in this family they try to, you know, break the ties from mu- music, thinking that was such a cause of their evil and their pain in their life and realizing it's music that touched their lives mm-hmm. and was, you know, and you saw that theme uh, play out throughout, play out, <laughs> um, throughout the, the film and really got captured in this moment when, like you said, um, his great-grandmother really connected mm-hmm. back with the world that she had kind of already started to, you know, be in a shell like right. and not really involved. And this brought her through, brought her back. And brought her so, back. Mm-hmm. And she's telling stories about Hector, her father. Right, right. Showing you know, his he was picture. A musician. And, yeah. and then, you know, like, oh, he's there. He's, he's going to get through this. You know, he's going to be there. They now know the story of him. Right. It gets added to their ofrenda. It's just, it's beautiful it's just such a wonderful movie and that is a spectacular scene so good one that's my number two let's finally get to it though (laughs) let's get to the tip top of the best (laughs) list here let's get to michelle's number one favorite disney song that made her cry volume two okay i don't think you would have probably picked this one out but um, it's the song Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow Shining at the end of every day There's a great big beautiful tomorrow And tomorrow's just a dream away Man has a dream and that's the start He follows his dream with mind and heart When it becomes a reality it's a dream come true for you and me. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow 
shining at the end of every day. There's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow, just a dream away. So it's not just that song. It's, you know, because I love that song. It's, it's great. And it has a lot of, you know, historical you know, issues with the company and Walt, et cetera. But when that ad that came out. The more recent ad. Yeah. Yes. Um, with, with, uh, during the pandemic. Right. With the Disney World ad. And it was playing that song and showing everybody <laughs> connecting. You know, it really. <laughs> I think I got to stop. <laughs> it's okay. <sighs> okay. Um, let you me see just, you talking about it. I, I know. Let me read my notes and I can get through this. Um, but no, it, it really um, gave a sense that things that seem so bleak, the world feeling so heavy and, and so many problems and sadness. And then here is this little gleam of hope that we're going to get through this. We are going to get through this and, um, and the episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, that we're going to get through, you know, this pandemic. And even though things might not be exactly as they were pre-pandemic, at least we're going to, again, have happy times. And, you know, what better place than at Disney World? Mm-hmm. Because it's something that so many people love and brings joy. Mm-hmm. So that song... The way it was played with that ad, I just thought was perfect for the yeah. times. Uh, it is. And, you know, we are, we're heading towards that great, big, beautiful tomorrow. And we see it every day on our social media timelines. Uh, so many of our friends, family members um, out there getting their vaccine. Please do it when you get the chance because uh, we're heading towards that thing. In the meantime, still stick with your social distancing, right. your yeah. masking and everything. But we are on our way. We've already, you know, we are lucky enough to be both fully vaccinated now we have uh plans for this trip that we're currently on um to you know see some family members that we haven't seen in so long because uh, we haven't been you know it just hasn't been the right thing to do right um and you know and also to you know possibly connect with some people that we weren't feeling completely comfortable with um you know because of the pandemic because of the (laughs) pandemic not because of them because they're weirdos (laughs) or anything (laughs) just because of the (laughs) Um, so we're going to get a chance to do that and we're all headed that way. So let's keep doing what we're doing. And there is a great big, beautiful tomorrow waiting for us at Walt Disney world at Disneyland, um, Disney cruise line, um, wherever, and just, just at home, just being with those people that you love. And it's, it's great. We're on our way. So, uh, great choice. Great. Uh, number one. Thank you. Sorry. I has struggled talking there, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> so now you're number one. My number one, again, uh, pretty much predictable. It comes from a movie that we love. And again, it was, it's something that if you just hear the song, it may break you up a little bit. But uh, when you hear the story behind it, a little bit more behind it, um, it really gets you a little bit more. She's calling to you. Feed the birds, tuppence a bag, tuppence, tuppence, tuppence a bag. 
course, that is Feed the Birds yes. from uh, Mary Poppins. Such a spectacular song and in a movie filled with wonderful songs. Right. Um, you know, and it's it's an emotional song just on its own. It, there's so much heart in it mm-hmm. and it really is. But then when you hear the backstory of several things about it, um, it, it, it since I've heard that story, I can't listen to it without breaking right. up at least exactly. a little bit. Um, and if you don't know that story, this song was Walt's favorite song Mm -hmm. he loved that song he would call the sherman brothers up on friday nights you know and spoiler alert for some tours you may go on eventually because he'll they'll tell this story so you know i'm sorry but this is going to happen um he would call the sherman brothers up on friday nights to his office and he had a piano in his office and after they would meet for a little bit of you know and a lot of times after what was going on with mary poppins or whatever movie they were working on or show or whatever it was he would say you know guys play that bird song for me Um, because he loved it so much. He didn't even know the name of it. He just called it that bird song. And, you know, and then, of course, Walt met his demise um, way too early in along the life. And people were heartbroken, including the Sherman brothers, about it. Um, Yet every Friday night, oh, God. (laughs) I was wondering, wow, you're doing really well. Every Friday Friday night um, after his passing, excuse me, uh, they would head up to his office and play that song. Uh, like for a year, right? I don't remember how long it yeah. was, but it was for a long time. Yeah, I, I, I think until they moved on, or until somebody else, um, you know, took over that oh, office, right, right. they would play that song for Walt after his passing. And um, what a sweet, sweet, sweet thing! Right, I know, and um, and even some other elements to that is the fact that, and if you've seen the the film, the documentary on Disney Plus. The Sherman brothers had their issues in terms of their relationship. And, you know, it wasn't always the closest relationship. And the fact that this was something that was so important to both of them um, that they really did do that. And I I love, too, how they expressed that when they would play it for Walt, he would just stare out the window. They said, you know, oftentimes they would see like a tear in his eyes and, you know, I know that, you know, Walt struggled with some emotional issues, some business issues, and it's just great that, like you said, that story behind that song has so much more meaning than just the song of the movie itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So um, it had to be my number one. As yes. you can tell, I can't get through the story without breaking up completely. Um, but it's just it's just a beautiful thing. And again, um, it wouldn't be so high if it weren't for that I knew the, some of the backstory behind that song and that it was Walt's favorite song. So right, that's right. It had to be my number one. Yes, that was a great song. Made volume one for me. Um, but yeah, it's a, that's an awesome song and an awesome story for sure. For so. sure, for sure. So uh, let's go back and, and take a look back and see how our lists compare to our old list. And I'll tell you right now, Michelle's list is completely different. <laughs> my list, not so much. I thought that was what we were supposed to do. Her <laughs> list is completely different than her original list so uh, michelle your 5a you had a 5a and 5b our first time going around with this and by the way you can't listen to that episode it's a great episode go back and find it um it's really an excellent show and i'll I'll put a link to it in our show notes um for sure Uh, michelle's 5a was shells from finding Mm -hmm. dory it's kind of that moment uh within it when dory and their parents are reunited and that was a yeah such a a fantastic moment her 5b was feed the birds from Mm -hmm. mary poppins 
Her four was Your Heart Will Lead You Home from the Winnie the Pooh right. franchise. I, mean, I don't know which movie it that was. It was from the Tigger movie. It was from the Tigger movie? Mm-hmm. From the Tigger movie. Uh, number three was uh, Goodbye May Seem Forever from mm-hmm. the Fox and the Hound, which, oh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I can't even play it right now because uh, that would just crush yes. me. Yes. <laughs> uh, number two was Aloha Oi mm-hmm. from uh, Lilo and Stitch, which is a very, very impactful emotional moment yeah, there's within a, that film. There's a secret story behind that one that's in volume one yeah you gotta go back and check that out find the link check it out and her number one was remember me the same one i played from coco um my my list is almost identical you know (laughs) there's a couple changes uh but my list my my top three i think were identical which is funny um and i I made my list out before i went back and listened to it i didn't know you know i couldn't Uh, remember what my list was i wanted to be sure and not do that you know uh-huh. just automatically go off it and it ended up being the top three were the same which is funny for me um anyway <laughs> uh number five for me was do you want to build a snowman from frozen i'll get to that in a moment here when we get to our honorable mentions uh number four was the healing incantation from tangled which was the oh, scene yeah. mm-hmm. you know when um rapunzel is at her lowest uh, when she thinks she can't save right. Eugene and you know then she sings the song one last time and he is brought back to right. life and uh, that that scene got me so many times uh, <laughs> definitely in my honorable mentions this time and then here we go my top three three was when she loved me from Toy Story 2 <laughs> two was remember me from Coco and one was feed the birds from Mary Poppins oh my so gosh, too funny. pretty funny so um, we did get some listener input now I got it out there late so we didn't get a lot of listener input but we did get some people chiming in cool. on their uh, favorite Disney songs that made them cry uh we'll start with uh michael and kelsey who you can find on instagram at hakuna matande they did great things for us a week ago we mentioned it on last week's episode when they posted us yes uh so sweet uh they are wonderful wonderful people please uh check them out uh they said oh in no particular order ours go remember me from coco when she loved me from toy story you'll be in my heart from tarzan Mm -hmm. Part of your world from Little Mermaid. When he finishes up, they finish up with uh, When You Wish Upon a Star from Pinocchio. Yes. Of course, definitely. Uh, so many times, uh, whether it will be either from the film or at the parks, that has broken us up for sure. Uh, Frank hit us up on Twitter. You can find him at abafam 517314 And this is one that nearly made my list when I was trying to debate my Frozen songs. Uh, this is one that I thought really could be on my list. Can there be a day? Beyond this night, I don't know anymore what is true. I can't find my direction, I'm all alone. The only star that guided me was you. How to rise from the floor when it's not you. right thing take a step step again it is all that I can to do the next right thing I won't look too far ahead it's too much for me to take But break it down to this next breath, this next step, this next choice is one that I can make. So I walk through this. 
Then I'll make the choice to hear that voice and do the next right thing. Such an important and uh, powerful song out of Frozen 2, The Next Right Thing. Of course, Anna um, just realized that she's lost her sister and and, uh, consequently also lost uh, Olaf at that same moment. And she's at the pits of despair. And um, so many of us have lived that, whether, you know, we all have dealt with some sort of depression. Some Mm -hmm. have to deal with serious depression um, and battle it regularly, but you've all have hit those lows uh, when it doesn't seem like you can get through it. And the only way to kind of accomplish that is to just do something somewhat normal. Take that step, that next step, whatever it may be, whether it's to go and just get up out of bed and brush your teeth, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's just an important thing out there that, you know, I, I just think it's such a huge message that is out there. It doesn't have to necessarily be the right thing. It's just do the next thing that gets you moving as best you can out of that pit of despair. Right, right. And, you know, again, going back with the pandemic, although I have another story, uh, going back to the pandemic, I think um, that was a vulnerability a lot of people had. And, and, you know, especially when you're looking at kids who are not in school, they're not with their friends, they don't have that uh, same type of social interactions and that it can really feel such a weight for them, you know, that for them it like when is this going to end is good you know if you think back when you're a, a child or a teenager even one year was like forever and um that it had to be such a difficult time for them mm-hmm. yeah it's just it's just a really important message right. out there to know that Look, and it's it, not everybody can accomplish it. I mean, you know, some people fight depression so badly and are in those pits where mm-hmm. you just, you can't, there's nothing you can do to get out of that. But right. if you can find your way to take that next step, you know, make that next move, um, do something to get you out of there, then, you know, hopefully that will get you through the day. And that includes everybody who's been dealing with this pandemic. There's so much depression that's right. gone on in this world. Um, thanks to these COVID, thank you very much, COVID, <laughs> that um, we all need are trying to do that next step, to do the next right thing to get us through this and get us to the other side of this. Right. I have another story. It's not quite as deep as that, but when I was just listening to this song, it reminded me of an experience I had. Okay. So um, at one point in my life, I was doing flying as a hobby, right. a little flight. And I, and I remember that the very first time- I was time, just doing flying as a hobby. <laughs> piloting <laughs> as a hobby as most people do expensive hobby yeah. had to go away yes. <laughs> you want to go to disney you gotta give up something you know no but <laughs> anyways um i remember the first time uh i had to do this uh, well they called it cross country you had to go on a multi-leg journey alone before you actually could get go for your final testing and um so i was just flying in in and out of little air ports, you know, that were for small planes only. And so when I went to go to my first location that I had never been before, you know, I had everything plotted and everything, I got lost. 
and I could not find the airport. And this is not the same when you're up in the air. You can't pull over and ask for directions. You can't. <laughs> stopping at the 7-Eleven. You can't stop. No, you can't. You know, it is a matter of just keep looking down at the ground and trying to say, uh, what highway is that? You know. <laughs> so, um, and but I did. I was in constant communication with the airport that I was lost, which was humiliating, you know, um, finally found it, um, and landed, you know, gassed up to go out again. But it was, it was kind of interesting because, um, some other people who were listening in, you know, saw me and they're like, are you the one that was lost? I can't believe you, you know, you kept your cool and everything. I'm like, really? I did. Okay. So, but anyway, so then I'm taking off and getting ready to go back. Um, this was in Florida. So I was going back to Miami um, and not Miami International, just a um, very tiny Miami airport. And uh, as I'm going, I'm noticing the weather is not as good as predicted. And that can happen in Florida pretty quickly and really? easily. Yeah. You know, so I radioed in to get a weather update. And um, basically, they were saying, if you're still trying to go to Miami, not a great idea. Mm. And and I'm like, okay, alternatives. What are my alternatives? And they said, okay, you're not very far from uh, Fort Lauderdale International Airport, so why don't you plan to land there? And I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what? And I was like, petrified and they're you know because again i'm i'm a student in essence here and they're like you know and as i'm getting close to the airport they're like okay yeah you're going to go behind the 727 and just you know follow the direction that i know is going but you know don't get too close because you don't get into the wash you know but and and then you know and they were they were great as i was getting closer they're like okay we're going to flash the runway light so you know that you're at the right runway and things like that they were they were wonderful and I did land. I landed safely. And at that point, I just called the company that I had rented the plane from and said, you know, it's landed. It's at Fort Lauderdale International. They're like, thank you so much. I'm getting a cocktail. Yeah, I know. Totally. They're like, thank you so much. There was another student pilot who didn't heed that warning and and actually crashed in Miami in the Everglades. Horrible. Yeah. Um, And so... um, but yeah, and I just remember, kind of like with that song, it's just, you just got to keep going, even though it just sounds, you know, like things that, you know, when I couldn't find the airport, it was like, you know, am I going to spiral down and have to just land in a field somewhere? And what do I do? You know, and the same thing going to Fort Lauderdale International. And again, the weather wasn't bad, but it wasn't great at that point. And it's like, oh my God, you know, I, I don't even know where to go once you get off the runway and they have mm-hmm. to tell, and it was, you know, humiliating and, and things like that yeah. but just to get through it yeah and then once I was done I was like okay now I'm crying <laughs> yeah. I, be- I believe it I totally believe it but yeah uh, that's a great choice Frank by the way yeah uh, great song um, was nearly on my list I mean really I was trying to debate what frozen song to put on my list and it nearly made it because it, it really it's a powerful song yes sung so well by Kristen Bell to mm-hmm. bring out the emotion of someone who is going is at the lowest of lows right. and trying to get off the floor and pull herself to do yeah. what she feels she needs to do. Um, we've all been through it in different stages in some right. way or another. And so we can all relate to yep. it. So uh, moving on, uh, 
DCL Duo, I believe their names are Brian and Sam, hit us up on Twitter. You can find them at DCL Duo. They said the theme song, the theme song for the first five minutes, I think it's actually about 10 minutes of Up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that <laughs> wrecks me every time. The, up, the beginning of Up. Um, well, I mean, not the very beginning of it. Right. Probably more, I guess it is the five, last five minutes of that theme song. Right. <laughs> Um, you know, those things happen though. That's a, that's a, that's a tough to get yes. through for sure. Uh, finally, uh, Jonathan Cotton hit us up a little bit. Technically his wife, uh, Camille Cotton also hit us up uh, through an email. Uh, they said, hi, Tom and Michelle. Here's my top five list of Disney songs that make me cry. Show yourself. Mm-hmm. He says, I had to include this one for Camille. <laughs> Although I am found gets me too. Uh-huh. I, I totally get that. Uh, remember me when C- Miguel sings with Mama Coco for sure. Uh, Baby Mine, which we did not add on to ours because originally the whole emphasis uh, of why we did this to begin with was it was because the uh, live action right. Dumbo movie came out and we just assumed Baby Mine is going to be one of the top right, songs right. on our we list. We eliminated it from our... Because what? Yeah. who hasn't that song right. made you cry that <laughs> exactly. scene? Um, but yeah, we didn't. I didn't preface it when I put out this note uh, mm-hmm. that that's not included, so I'm glad somebody brought it yes. up. So yes, Baby uh, Baby Mine is definitely deserved. Uh, when She Loved Me, mm-hmm. um, At Last I See the Light from Tangled. That yes. was on my honorable mentions for, as well. And uh, Feed the Birds were his 1B and 1A. So nice. uh, thank you, Jonathan. Nice list. Uh, great list. Now, do you have any honorable mentions? We have hit so many songs so far. Do you have any honorable mentions um, we haven't hit? I, I think the ones that have been mentioned, but the other, I, had, I just had two more. Uh, one was Speechless uh, from the live action Aladdin. Mm-hmm. And uh, going back again to my love, uh, us against the universe, <laughs> Phineas and Ferb, Candace against the universe. I was wondering which <laughs> Phineas and Ferb song you were going to choose. I actually picked a couple here to have ready to play. I will have to add that one in post because I was not expecting that. But I knew there would be a Phineas and Ferb somewhere, yes. whether it be on your list or in your honorable mentions. So uh, very cool. Any uh, others? Um, no, I think that's it. Okay. Um, I've got a few here. Mm-hmm. I won't go through every single one of them. I think actually some of them have already been covered here, but uh, I'm going to start with almost the entire second half of the second act of Hamilton. <laughs> uh, the reason I didn't put it on my list was because technically I was crying at it well before it was ever a Disney <laughs> property, but uh, I am going to pick one song out of it that wrecks me because I want to tell a little story about it uh, once we get done playing. And that is it's quiet uptown. Look at where we are. Look at where we started. I know I don't deserve you, Eliza. But hear me out, that would be enough. If I could spare his life. If I could trade his life for mine. He'd be standing here right now. And you would smile, and that would be enough. To know the challenges we're facing, I know there's no replacing what we've lost, and you need time. But I'm not afraid, I know who I married. Just let me stay here by your side. Walking by her side, talking by her side, have been here. 
I said, do you like it uptown? It's quiet uptown. He is trying to do the unimaginable. See them walking in the park, long after dark. Taking in the sights of the city. Look around, look around, Eliza. They are trying to do the unimaginable. There are moments that the words don't reach. There's a grace too powerful to name. We push away what we can never understand. We push away the unimaginable. They are standing in the garden. Alexander by Eliza's side. She takes his hand. It's quiet uptown. Forgiveness. I can't tell you how many times I sat there in my chair listening to that song <laughs> long before we'd ever seen the show live or on Disney Plus. Wow. Ugly crying <laughs> at that song um, because it's so impactful for so many reasons. Alexander Hamilton and Eliza's uh, child, their firstborn child, had just mm-hmm. died. Um, they are going through a problem with their marriage right at the end you hear the forgiveness that she you know forgives him but if you delve in more deeply into that song there's a, a really important story behind the actual writing of that song they were trying to figure out when they are creating that song that part of the of the play because they, they were you know kind of working through it and still writing things as they were going along through the public house uh in new york um, where they kind of not the workshop area, but where they kind of started the, the show off. Uh, and they were trying to figure out this song. And the art director, who was very supportive of Lin-Manuel and the entire crew there, lost his son um, right around that same time as they were trying to draw this together and had to leave the show for a, a time being. Meanwhile, Lin has just had his uh, firstborn son, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, how do you write about the death of your child when right. you just had the joy of your life come your first son right. appear, uh, the unimaginable losing your son. And so he's writing this song and he's sending this uh, to the arts director. Um, and I, I'm sorry, his name escapes me right now, but for the public house um, and saying, is this okay? Can we be doing this? Should we be doing this mm-hmm. song? Are you going to be okay if we do this song or whatever? Is this, am I, what am I doing right, the right. right thing? And uh, comes out later, they, they finally, they, they get it all together. They start uh, uh, blocking it out on stage, get the song out there, um, you know, get the crew together to run through it for the first time. And the art director and his wife uh, show up there mm. on stage as they do this song this emotional song for the very first time. And the entire crew is a wreck doing the song. And, you know, they, what ends up happening, because they don't know that this guy has even heard this before. What ended up happening is 
they ended up playing the song, the kind of the rough cut of it that Lynn would do, you know, mm-hmm. sing himself uh, to them. Um, they would play it over and over, and it actually helped them get through uh, the mourning process wow. and the grief and everything else. And it was just such an it's such an emotional thing. It's yeah. an emotional song anyway. But then when you actually put it to real life circumstances mm-hmm. that are happening around Hamilton, it's really an incredible story. Yeah, that is an incredible story. Yeah, and um, it, it like you said, it, it encompasses so much of you know grief of a lost uh, of a loss and also the issue of you know, feeling vulnerable and wanting to have that connection with somebody you love. And when they do present that, that element of forgiveness to know, okay, this is going to, I'm going to be able to make it through another day at least, you know, so. So, very cool. um, very weighty moment, very important moment, very important song. And especially when you know the backstory behind it, yeah. it brings even more weight to it every time you hear it. Exactly. So a couple more I have one I want to hit really quickly up because, um, I think if this is something that's going to strike us all, whatever you feel about, uh, the most recent Disney, uh, Walt Disney world, magic kingdom, uh, nighttime spectacular, whether you're a wishes fan or a happily ever after fan, um, this moment here, when it happens again, when we can all get together again, it, it was already emotional for us uh-huh. to begin with. When it happens again, um, I, I don't know if we're going to make it through <laughs> it. And so our journey comes to an end, but yours continues on. Grab hold of your dreams and make them come true. For you are the key to unlocking your own magic. Now go. Let your dreams guide you. Reach out and find your happily ever after. The battles, the stories, the losses and all the glory. We're changed by the way we live every day. Just look up and reach to the sky. We all have the courage to fly. You can fly. Tearing up yeah, here, just too. listening to it right now. <laughs> I can't imagine what it's going to be like when we actually get to go back. I mean, it's been blessed. We've been blessed to be able to go back to Walt Disney World right. already. We're theoretically there right now <laughs> as you're listening to this. Um, but for us to all be able to get back together with nighttime spectaculars yes. and celebrations and the first time I see Tinkerbell fly across the sky. I know. Oh, it's going to be amazing. I, I don't know how I'm going to get through it. 
or the rest of the show for that matter. Um, speaking of how I'm going to get through that, I got yes. one more thing I need to play for you before we go through hearing. I promised it a couple of times earlier. It was played in volume one. Um, you know, and it was part of my list originally because I thought it was funny. You know, and I was going to laugh about how the first time I watched Frozen, <laughs> I laughed at the silly little song about do you want to build a snowman? You know, and it, you know, I was like, okay, that's emotional. Now, this little moment right here is pretty emotional. Elsa, please, I know you're in there. People are asking where you've been. They say of courage, and I'm trying to. I'm right out here for you. Just let me in. We only have each other. It's just you and me. What are we gonna do? Do you wanna build a snowman? Okay, so obviously, at least that verse of this song is emotional enough right there. And it, it got me the first time I watched the film. Sure. A couple times after that, as a matter of fact, it got me. And when I was first going through my list, it was going to be part of my honorable mentions. Uh, this is on volume one. It was going to be my honorable mentions because, you know, I was like, I was going to laugh at <laughs> I, I can't believe I broke <laughs> up over the silly little song about do you want to build a snowman? And then I heard the extended version of it. And I ended up having to put it on my list because when you hear the verse that got edited out, right. um, it amazing. will wreck you. So uh, I hope you have tissues ready because <laughs> here is that verse. Anna. Yes, I know you're out there. I hear you every day. Tell you everything I really wish that I could say. I want to be beside you to help you through. Believe me, I need you too. I want to build a snowman. Uh, everybody okay out there? <laughs> oh my goodness! I could That's see why awesome. that ended up hitting the cutting room floor because they they I, I I after I did a little more research on this afterwards that they were afraid that this song was too sad for this movie, right. you know, and so they they compromised and edited that part out. And it's right. still you know that that first part gets to you, but man, when you hear. Elsa's response right. to Anna, it's, it's heartbreaking and you know, it, it's, oh, it just, yeah. it gets me every time I hear it. I can't play it too often because it wrecks me. Right. And again, creative geniuses there in writing that song. Um, but yeah, I, I, it, like you said, it makes sense why they had to make that compromise and you know, it, 
you never do really get to see in the film Anna's, I mean, excuse me, Elsa's uh, grief other than just like emotionally what you're seeing you her. You see this room kind of frozen, right. like, you know, like she's you know. She just, you know, not let it go, but let it go. Right, know, so. right. And just, you know, when she's also sitting against the door, very sad, mm -hmm. you know, you, you know that she's going through the a same kind of feeling. Um, it just doesn't come out as an ex expressed in words like that part. So, yeah. Yeah. So um, very powerful. And um, I, it didn't make my list this time because of the fact that that verse did not make the movie. Mm -hmm. um, but when I first heard it, the, I, I still, I remember telling the story in the first episode <laughs> that I wasn't expecting it. I was getting the music down. I was at work at the time getting music down and I had to close the door because <laughs> I was just a, I was a mess, you know, listening to that. So um, finally, one more song that I got to get to because every time this pops up, whenever we're in the theaters, when we can get back to the theaters, uh, it makes me cry. I just love being able to see Star Wars movies <laughs> yes. in the theater, and I can't wait till we have more Star Wars movies to watch in the theater, and they come back out right. again, and we can get that song playing, that big da da da. Yeah, so good. So yeah. Um, again, uh, thanks to everybody who chimed in on our episode Absolutely. this week, and if you have uh, more Disney songs that you want to chime in with us, we'll share them on a future show. Just let us know, and uh, we will get to them. And that is our five favorite Disney songs that made us cry volume two all right so like I said um, uh, we don't have any Disney stories this week because uh, we're on vacation so but we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation and as always we start with Michelle one because she's gorgeous <laughs> wonderful hardworking <laughs> smart but she also has the very best lists the best research and she has the very best tip so let's get to it here is Michelle's tip of the week <laughs> the pressure's on uh, and actually this is kind of a little tip but um so my tip this week really has to do if you're staying at a Disney resort, um, whether it's a, a value resort or moderate, whatever, um, some of the rooms don't come with microwaves. And maybe that's something you'd like to have for convenience, whether it's to heat up some uh, oatmeal in the morning or reheat some leftovers, some some ways to try to cut some of the costs, maybe uh, that there is the potential that you could get a microwave in your room. They do have a limited supply. They are on a first come first serve basis. Um, currently they're not charging, but you never know that that could change. But um, all you have to do is really just, you know, uh, when you're making your reservation, you can either make that indication there uh, when you check in or you can call in advance to reservations. But if you if you really are interested, um, ask for it. And again, like any other of those types of special requests, they're not guaranteed. But if you let your your wishes known, uh, they will try to help accommodate that. 
Very nice. Yeah, I didn't know that. So that's great. That is an excellent tip and it really could come in handy for many people. I mean, there's several people that have like, you know, really young uh, children or babies that, you know, maybe even just need it to kind of warm up a bottle True. or whatever, yep. you know. Yep. So you, if you can find that microwave, if they, they do have one available right. for you, take advantage of that for sure. Exactly. And if you can't get one in your room, um, then there's usually the food courts mm-hmm. or the quick service um restaurants at the resorts that will have something available they're not always as available the whole time that it's open sometimes but and you might need to work through somebody who's a cast member uh but anyways there are options there for you Great. Yeah. And Disney cast members will almost always do what they can to try and help you out in the situation. Exactly. So, because they're awesome and wonderful and all things good. So yeah. Michelle's tip, always the best <laughs> tip. Uh, my tip is just really quick here. You heard us getting emotional today in our show. Um, you heard us getting emotional about the possibility of what's to come at uh, Walt Disney World, right. Disneyland, whatever the case may be. My tip for this week is that don't be scared of your emotions uh, about anything about going back to Disney, about anything else. If if Disney inspires you getting back to it to make you cry, to make you mm-hmm. shout in joy, uh, whatever the case may be, um, go with that feeling. Uh, don't be afraid of it because um, we are all been through the lowest lows right. um, through this pandemic and our ability to get back together with friends, to get out there to the theme parks, to ride our favorite attractions, to hopefully eventually see nighttime spectaculars uh, like happily ever after yes. or whatever else is to come. Um, it's going to be emotional times and I don't want you to repress those emotions, put them out there, enjoy them, express them because we've all worked to earn this, you know, we've all taken the steps and we will continue to take the steps until we can get back there and make this happen again. So uh, my tip again this week, have those emotions and express those emotions. Very good tip, honey. Thank you. So <laughs> that's it for this week. Uh, cause mostly cause we've run out of tissues here uh, for next week. We will be back theoretically from our <laughs> Walt Disney world vacation. And we will be recapping at least the first part of our trip. I think after last time, we decided that we kind of tried to push too much into one episode. So we may do a two-part episode right. recapping our trip, but we will be looking back at that trip and sharing our experiences. A lot of it, uh, the Flower and Garden Festival and what we uh, got there um, and just whatever else happened on our trip. And we're looking forward to uh, sharing that all with you on, uh, you know, after our vacation is over. Well said. And actually it's more than just, we'll be seeing some other areas other than just Disney. That's true. We've got some other things to discuss as well. So... Uh, We appreciate that you joined us this week. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. And while you're there, please, please sign up for our newsletter. Please sign up for the newsletter. It's just another way to kind of be within the Hyperion Adventures podcast world. Uh, Another way is to follow us on social media. We're active and have fun on social media. Please find us on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast. Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. We do have a YouTube channel. Please find us there. Just do a search for Hyperion Adventures Podcast. Hit subscribe and you'll know whenever we put out new content on YouTube. And if you ever want to connect with us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. We love hearing from you. We love hearing from you. And we look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week.